Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. Always a pleasure to have you with me. My next guest is the founder of RPA Wealth Management, which is a fee-based financial planning firm that specializes in working with retirees and business owners. They're based out of Rancho Cucamonga, California. Company was founded in 2013. Uh, My guest is Brent Pasqua, and and Brent is a a member of uh, a group called BEI, which also focuses very heavily on helping business owners to create exit plans. So we're going to learn all about that. Brent, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. Brent, if you would, uh, share a little bit with our listeners about uh, a little bit more about you and your background and how you came to start your company, how you got into this business. So I started, I, I remember sitting back in 2004, I was in college and there was a point in time where I was in between classes. I was sitting in my car. I was just about to graduate in the next four to six months. Had really no idea what I was going to do after I graduated. I was getting my degree in business. And so I was just kind of racking my brain on what I could do after I graduated. And a couple of weeks later, I found out that my grandparents were actually taken advantage of by an advisor that they had worked with for a long period of time. And I started to just do research on their situation and found out that there could have been a lot of things that they could have done different to really uh, protect themselves, to avoid that situation. And a few months later, I started working in the industry. I, I actually started on the insurance side, doing insurance business and insurance sales. And as I was working with the company for many years, I found that clients really needed full financial planning. The company at the time wasn't really willing to invest into doing planning. They just wanted to do insurance-based sales. So in 2013, I started my own company, and um, I started a fee-only practice that works and specializes with business owners and retirees. Yeah, you know, one thing about, because I started off in the life insurance side of things uh, many, many years ago, and one thing that I've recognized over the years is one good thing about that is that they really teach you how to ask a lot of questions of uh, of an individual or a business owner, not just the surface level questions that a lot of business owners are used to getting asked. You know, things about like what do you know, what do you really care about, and you know, things things like that. Because a lot of times that's where the insurance companies, you know, set their um, set their sites on on making sales is to help protect those things. So that's a good background. And then as you started working with business owners, what are some of the common things you found that they were lacking? So I started working with business owners because we had already at that point uh, many business owners um, 
who really wanted to protect their business, but the business owners typically did not know the actual value of what their businesses were. And many of our business owner clients didn't really know or understand how to extract the value of their business. Some of the single owner businesses, clients that we had worked with, were just planning to really walk away from their business when they retire. And we had these conversations with them that, hey, you do have a business that has value. Um, and, and let's talk about the ways that we can actually extract that money and value from the business and have you one day retire from it, but not just completely walk away from that business. Good point. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of business owners don't realize that they have something and actually um, maybe with the help of someone like yourself and getting some more energy into the business, they can actually grow that value and then offer that to someone else if they if their business is up for sale. Uh, when you start working with business owners, uh, do a lot of are a lot of them surprised at what the valuation is one way or the other, whether it's too higher or low, a lot higher or a lot lower than they think it it was? Yeah, it, it is an interesting conversation to have with people because I think just like your house, you always kind of think your house is probably worth more than what it actually is. I mean. You look at the upgrades around your house or you look at different aspects of your house every day and you think, well, it's got to be worth more than what my neighbor's is. And so it is so, sort of surprising at times, but a lot of times business owners, once you start to dive into evaluation, to really start to understand why their business has the value that it is. And you can start going into areas where uh, we talk about how to actually take that business value and increase it and really to figure out, you know, if you have two, three, five, ten years left, how do we get it to the value of your target goal? And so that when you exit from it, you have enough money to sustain the lifestyle that you want to live. Yeah, that's a good point. One of the benefits of, of doing this show is I've talked to a lot of valuation and M&A people over the years, and they say, you know, uh, there are certain things that when when we're showing businesses that we we lead off with and we really like to show and one of those is good clean financials always a, a good thing and also motivated and retained key individuals can you speak to those couple issues yeah so uh, it is always very valuable for a business to retain and keep key employees um, if a business owner is going to sell his business and the key employees leave during the sale process, then it will definitely drop the value of the business and it will definitely lead to the business value dropping in an astronomical way. So we work with business owners to really retain those key employees before the decision is actually made to actually start walking away from the business. Good point. And, uh, the, you know, one of the detractors is uh, – uh, that the business is really all about the owner and the owner hasn't done anything to, you know, that the owner's not going to stay with the business. Hopefully they, unless they, they want to sell it and keep a job there. So there's a lot, there's a lot of work to do. Tell us what else, what else does the process look like when you're working with business owners? When you, let's say you first start, somebody gives you a call and says, I really want to work with you, Brent. Um, what do I need to do to get this process started? What's it going to look like? So when we work with business owners, we really want to help them identify and answer three critical questions. Um, when do they want to leave their business? Uh, what do they need financially to leave their business? And then who do they want to leave their business to or who do they want to sell it to? Uh, 
once we start to ask those questions, we really want to help them answer those in great length. When we go through the planning process with business owners, we really start with their personal financial planning, and we take a lot from the CFP program. Where we work on discovery, strategy, implementation, and monitor, so we'll build out their personal financial plan. We'll get all their personal financial planning facts. We'll build that into their financial plan. And then we'll help them identify exactly how much they're going to need throughout retirement to sustain their lifestyle that they've been comfortable living. And also taking into account that there's probably some things that they want to do once they do retire, whether it's a vacation home or trips or other traveling. And we help them actually start to solve for those. We put strategies in place to help them solve for each one of those goals. One of the things we also like to do with business owners is make sure that it's always goal-based planning to help them really write down and lay out exactly what their key important goals are by the time that they get retired and into retirement, solving for those by going through the strategy process, and then going through the implementation and putting all of those in place. So we start with personal financial planning, and then what we eventually lead into is going into two separate modules of planning. We go into the business valuation, go into the cash flow reports, we'll create key incentive plans, for those key employees to make sure those key employees will stay on at the exit process. And then we'll discuss also company value drivers. We want to make sure that we can increase the value of the business as the business is continuing to go on as they get closer to retirement. And the second module, what we'll really start to focus on is discussing the sales strategy, whether it's going to be an M&A process or if it's going to be an internal sale. If it's going to be an internal sale, we'll create a pro forma spreadsheet that will lay out the deal structure and we'll start creating after after sale tax strategies so that we can try and lower the taxable implications that the business owner has once they sell but then we also want to protect the business by creating buy sell agreements the bylaws the continuity plan creating the estate plan to protect the business owner protect the business and protect the business owner's family very comprehensive. So you start you start off with the personal goals to make sure that they have a good underpinning for that, and so they understand why they're you know why they're doing this planning in the first place to to achieve financial freedom at some point, not just to get rid of their business and then find themselves looking for another job, right? Yeah, one of the largest roadblocks that a business owner has is not solving for their personal financial planning first. If you try to start by solving business questions like exiting the business first. The business owner is going to hit a roadblock where they don't know how much money they're going to need, why they're leaving the business, what they're going to do after they leave the business. So by going through personal financial planning first, you really lay out those targeted goals, and then it helps provide clarity for the business owner on what needs to happen with the business in order to eventually leave it. That's a really good point. I can't tell you how many times I've had owners call me and say, I just got an offer. You know, those unsolicited offers business owners get all the time. And, um, you know, the numbers sound really great. Of course, it's the first number. It's not the last number. And and sure. But the problem is I really don't, I don't know what I do. I don't know what I do with my time because my business is kind of what I do. Uh, so having that um, that purpose is is really, really important for an owner because a lot of owners sell and then they're unhappy, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once they start, you know, that planning process and they're starting to really look at 
what the next 10, 15, 20 years, or really what that next chapter is going to look like, then they can start to get excited about, you know, is it really my time to start planning for the excellent business? And that moment might not be it. But starting to think about the next two to five years and being very, very um, careful about the way that you're planning and very specific about the planning that you're putting into your business can now get you really to right off into the sunset at the sale instead of being reactive when you go to sell the business. Yeah, that's, that's really a good point is really having intention in your planning. And when an owner um, basically starts all this, of course, they're, they're going to have to probably uh, work very closely with you and the rest of their, their team. Who else is on the team and uh, how does that process work where you coordinate, you know, strategies uh, amongst uh, others like tax advisors and legal advisors, et cetera. Right. So we have uh, also within our firm two certified financial planners that are working within the financial planning and the technical side of the aspects of their financial planning. And then we'll integrate the business owner's CPA. And if they don't have one, then we'll integrate one that we could bring into the team. And then we'll also integrate other areas of their team, their insurance advisors, their attorneys, um, their business consultants, that will all really be involved in the business planning process. And one thing that I think is somewhat um, interesting to the way business owners operate is there's very few times that you really get all of these key people to the business in one room or in one meeting, and now with the way that we have Zoom meetings, it makes it a lot easier for uh, everybody within the, the team to be able to sit, talk, and go through some of the strategies that the business owner is looking at implementing. Yeah, that is one good thing, especially in Southern California where the traffic can be brutal. <laughs> it's nice to be able to uh, use Zoom and, and other tools like that. So let's talk about that. In, you know, in this in this time that we're experiencing right now, is this a good time to start thinking about exit planning? What's the ideal time for uh, timeline for creating uh, these types of plans that sound very comprehensive? You know, it is a great time, and the reason why is because there's not as much currently going on in the M&A market as there was, let's say, 12 months ago. It gives business owners some time to really start to solve some of these questions. When do they want to leave? How much are they going to need? Who do they want to leave it to? Because this process can take anywhere from 12 months to 18 months or even longer as you're trying to really implement many of these different areas and many of these different areas of the planning process. Right now, as really things have kind of settled and sort of changed, to get ahead of the planning process right now uh, really gives business owners a great opportunity to get ahead of their business, to get some of these key factors in the planning, and really, if they haven't done a valuation in the last year or two, to get their new valuation done because the business values have changed in this new environment. Yes, uh, things have changed quite a bit, and it may or, you know may be in their favor depending on their business. It may not, but the I guess the the point of I think what you're saying is that um, you're if you're if you're getting into exit planning, it doesn't mean you're selling your business tomorrow. It means that you're starting to plan to to have an orderly transition or transfer of your business at some time in the future. And what's the timeline that you would like to see business owners as far as starting? starting before 
a plan <clears throat> a plan transition is it a couple of years three to five years what's best I would say definitely three to five years for business owners to begin doing planning because really the many things that they want to solve for is uh, by getting things in place within their business, whether it's some of the value drivers, to make their business more valuable as they get closer to selling their business. It's something that you can't do at the last minute. Some of these things take years to implement. And creating and key employee incentive plans can take a very long time to get up, running, and done correctly. So the more time you have to sit and work with the business owners to actually help build value in the business, to increase the value of the business, the greater chance that the business owner is going to have to have a greater financial bucket at the end to sell and, and to be able to really live off of in that next chapter of life. Yeah, it's a really good point. Some of the, like you said, some of the things, even if you implement it today, it might take three to five years for it to come to fruition to where you're out of your business. Uh, and in other cases, you may need to work on your business for three to five years to get it to the point where you can you can achieve your goal. So uh, there's there's a lot of good timelines uh, to work with there. What so you you mentioned some of the first things that you work with on people and and you operate as fee only. Tell us why uh, that's important to the, your clients. So one of the things that I found back in around 2013 or 14, coming out of the insurance world, it was a great um, area for me to start in the business because there was a lot that I learned. But around 13 or 14, I went to a conference, and the conference was held by an insurance company. And the insurance company was talking about all the different insurance um, products that they had that were not commission-based. And so at the time, I began to, to think about, well, I can solve some of the business owner's needs or client's needs by utilizing products that would be a lot better for the client, a lot cheaper, but that weren't associated with the commission. It was something that I had never heard of. I understood there was fee-only advisors, but I didn't really understand how that really worked and how that was solved. At that point, I knew that there was something to change in our business. We never at that point, from that day on, we never sold a fee or commission-based insurance product or did anything else that gave an advisor a commission. We became fee-only. And the reason why we felt like that was important is because when we do planning, our recommendations are purely in the client's best interest and not driven by anything that has to do with any commission or payoff. Um, there is no conflict of interest, and we truly believe that to be the highest fiduciary standard, that there can't be a conflict of interest where money is involved, and that's why we became fee-only. Great point. So you also have uh, an ebook available at your website and a podcast uh, retirement plan playbook uh, how do our listeners uh, find out more about that information and tell us what else is what else they'd find on your website? So you can go to our website at rpawealth.com and it has a link to our podcast, the Retirement Plan Playbook. You can also download the Retirement Plan Playbook at wherever you host your podcast at. Um, and we go through topics with both just on retirement planning and business owner planning. Um, you can also go to our website and download our ebook that talks about the transition into retirement planning. And then you could also, on our website, schedule a complimentary phone call with any of the advisors 
and, and do a meeting with them or, or hold a conversation with them just to get a little bit more information about what this planning process may look like. I'm looking at it right now, rpawealth.com, nice-looking website, a lot of great information here. Uh, you've shared a lot of great tips with our for our listeners today. Any uh, any final tips you'd like to share with uh, listeners for the for the good of their futures? I think that the more time you spent doing planning, uh, the more clarity you have, giving you the greater opportunity for success. And planning ahead is so beneficial for a business owner because there is so much to do. Business owners are extremely busy. Everything in business owner planning takes longer because of business owner schedules. So the, the, the more time you give yourself to do planning, the greater opportunity you have for a successful next chapter. Brent, really well, well uh, put today. Great information. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on to the show, and I look forward to, uh, to talking to you again at some point in the future. So thank you. thanks once again for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.